Well, great afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the podcast today. I am your hostess, Justina DeMarco, and we have a very, very special guest today that I will be introducing in a moment, but she is a wonderful mom, womanpreneur, a lover of dogs. We call her a mompreneur as well, and uh, she's going to be sharing with us her story today, which is very interesting, and um, a really good story of courage, faith, and determination that I'm sure all of us would be inspired to hear. And she's with us uh, from Miami, Florida today, actually. And uh, I'm going to want you uh, warmly introduce Carmen Mercado Bank. How are you, Carmen? Hi, everyone. Hi, Jessica. How is everything? Yes, everything is wonderful. Absolutely wonderful here. We're glad to have you with us today. Thank you. It's an honor to be here today. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Carmen, go ahead and, and share with us a little bit about yourself. Okay, I'm from um, Puerto Rico. I -hmm. have been in the United States since I was 14. And that's actually when my whole journey started being um, in the States with a different language in a different um, place. And it was an amazing adventure and experience. Oh, I can imagine. I can imagine. And uh, what was it like for you uh, dreaming as a child growing up in, in Puerto Rico? Well, I was always um, developed my dreams with TV. I used to love to watch, well, in Puerto Rico, there are called novelas. Um, in the States, I believe it's like soap operas. Um, and I just used to dream about, you know, becoming... Um, an artist and uh, becoming somebody that gets to become a different person in every single um, role that you have to play, becoming um, different within your own skin, if you want to put it like that, just having the experience to be um, somebody else every time you have to perform a role. And that also drove me into... um, I used to dream about being Miss Universe, and um, I was actually, when I came to the States, I had that ingrained so much in me that I did um, become part of a pageant at the university. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah, and how, how was that experience for you? You know, when I think back, I laugh because I was just so new in the States. Um, I didn't speak the language fluently. Um, I had developed my hearing. I would understand it, but I didn't have the fluent ability to speak it. But when I think back, I was like, oh, my God, I was I inspire my own self. When I look by my younger self was such an inspiration to me. Uh, Because as we become older, somehow we develop some fears. (laughs) And back then, I didn't care that I wasn't fluently in the language. I went to that stage and I flaunted and I answered my question, even if it was in bits and pieces um, the way that I answered, but I did it. (laughs) And, (laughs) And that was so much like, to me, that was such a courageous thing to do so I can imagine it it was like launching myself to you know do not let fear hold you back no matter where you are or the situation that life might throw at you yes absolutely and I think we can all kind of relate to that too with even though we are a little fearful our passion for something will override all of the fear and we'll just make it happen magically anyways. Correct. Yes. So, well, that's wonderful. And uh, who was your, your ideal, I guess, model or inspirer uh, coming up maybe as a Miss Universe or in another field of business or otherwise? Who were some of your, your uh, inspirers? 
you know, I'm, I'm here laughing as you're saying that because I don't have anybody that um, people would normally think my, the only person that pops into my head right away was Wonder Woman. Is <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, going back to, you know, being brave, being courageous and just stepping outside your fears. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And uh, with you getting into the uh, job market, you went to college. What, what college did you attend? I went to um, a community college in Orlando that was um, Valencia. And then when I graduated, I wanted to study architecture and engineering. So I came back further south to Miami and I went to FIU. And that's where I did my architecture and later on did my master's in construction management. Oh, great. Great. And were you working at the time or just a full-time student? I have worked throughout my entire life full-time. That has been for um, business and in school. So for both, it has been full-time no matter what. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And was it an adjustment leaving your native country to come to the United States and experience college and uh, being a young adult in a new world? Absolutely. Um, you know, it's, it's a totally different culture. It, it's a shock um, because I always went to private school and um, the way that is in Puerto Rico, um, it is private school meaning that is like a religious um, environment mm-hmm. um, and coming to the states I went to just public school and you are mingling with everyone it's, it's this, it, different cultures, different type of belief um, different manners and respect um, I was bullied um, very much uh, when I when I came to the states and I had no idea as to why and what was happening, um, I had to my parents have to change me from school, and um, the bullying kept following me. Um, so it it was a shocking adjustment, um, not having friends, um, having to adjust to a different language, and just having to. So also the fact that normally they drop you a a grade because you have to adjust to their educational system. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was a challenging time, but nothing that I couldn't handle. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And I believe you shared that you kind of put on a, a persona of being strong and that was one way that you dealt with getting through independently. Yes, I don't know why or how, but I had this in me that was instilled about being courageous regardless of what was happening around me. Um, some people would describe me as maybe a little strange or maybe that um, um, I live in my own little bubble. Um, but it was the fact that I had a vision. I, I, as a child, I, I had certain things that I wanted to accomplish. So back then I didn't know. Now, when I look back, I say life doesn't go straight in a straight line. You have to, you, you find those bumps and, uh, you find different paths. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't lead to the place that you want to, but you do have to stay focused. So like, for example, when I was bullied in school and, and I had to change schools and um, I had the fact that I was put, I was dropping in grade at the end of the term, by the time I finished um, university, um, well, not university, before university, it turned out that I was able to take, um, it is called dual enrollment. So I was able to take 
university courses while I was still in high school because I was sitting in school. So it, it was something that I had instilled in me just to keep your blinders on and just go for what you're really, that vision that you have in life. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And you also dreamt of possibly being on Wall Street? Yes. Uh, <laughs> it, it was one of those things when I was young and you know that people ask you, well, what do you want to be when you grow up? I wanted to do something that I was among men, uh, like like the environment was around men. Um, I, was, I wasn't the typical girl that had girlfriends. I would have better relationship with um, f- males. And even throughout the time that um, I was on my own, I developed really good relationship with males that when I think back of them, I, I consider them my distant brothers because they care for me, they guided me, they protected me, um, and they always care about where I was heading. And I didn't have that connection the same way with females. Mm-hmm. So somehow, I don't know, I just wanted to, you know, when I was thinking about Wall Street, I don't know if I was thinking about um, bonds or, I don't know, <laughs> I just had that, you know, work. And, and the funny thing is that I had the vision in my career, that's actually what, what it was like, just working among men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. And I think a lot of women feel that way they excel and and uh exceed better in like a masculine type environment i think that that's very more common than what it's talked about actually oh that's great to know Uh (laughs) uh-huh you know very few maybe female connections but more of a, a male connection when it comes to business and and growing and developing in life i think that happens for a lot more women than uh ones who speak about it Yeah, so thank you for sharing that. Oh, uh, thank you. Thank you for letting me know as well. Yes, yes. So uh, you shared a little bit about um, experiencing like the corporate life. uh, And you kind of got a little experience of that and and how many hours and energy you would dedicate into uh, different jobs and careers. And it was kind of a pivotal point in your life to where you come to realize that maybe this isn't the path that I want to take for my life. Correct. There was a time when I was going, growing on my own and going after my career. And at the same time, um, having a life um, that I became so focused that my career is all that I wanted. So I, I really made it exactly. I had a vision I had the career, I had the salary, I had the position. I had everything that, that I wanted, except that one day I realized that I had really put myself in a golden cage. And, and but I, what I mean by that is, is, yeah, you have the vision and you have everything, but you don't have the most important thing that is really enjoying your life. Um, and that's when I had that pivotal moment that, because I, I kept wanting more and more and more and going up, 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 up. And I realized that I needed more in life than just myself. You know, I couldn't be a loner all my life. So um, it was a pivotal moment one day when I was driving. Um, I had, at that time, I had a position that it was 60 miles away from my home. And that was just one way. So I had to hop on the highway like around six in the morning. Um, normally it was be pitch dark. It was um, a drive around 60 miles per hour. And at that time of the morning, um, a lot of people are just just flying by you. They They just 
like they just focus on or rush into where they have to go. I don't know why it's going through their mind. But I remember driving, having my two hands on my steering wheel, and my mind is going, just going and going. And all of a sudden, out of the blue, I have this voice spoke, that spoke to me and said, is this is really what you want about your life? This is what you want to be doing 5, 10, 15 years down the road? And without me even thinking, it just came straight from my heart. I answered, absolutely no. This is, this is no, this is, this, this, this is not the, I never thought I would put myself in a cage. So I remember that was, a, I believe it was on a Monday. And by Friday, I had quit my, my job. I, I just basically walked away from my career without even knowing it. Wow. Wow. That was, it wasn't, it was that convicting to where you said, no, I cannot continue to do this. Yes. Yes. And it's something that you don't, you don't plan it. It just happened. It was just, I, I call it a milestone in my life. It was something that I had to go through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, you shared a little bit about how you had a little extra time, I believe, uh, figuring out exactly what direction or what path you wanted to go in instead. And you had the opportunity to work a little bit with your, your partner at the time and how the company just blossomed from what you were doing, I believe, like three times the size. Can you share with us a little bit about that? Yes. Um, basically, when I walked away from my career, I decided to take some time. I was always a person that was very thoughtful about saving and just being, being um, what is the word? responsible in the things that I needed to do because I was on my own. So that was, so I had savings and I had never in my life, I was always so resilient and so focused that I, I, I felt like I needed time to breathe. Like I never had a time in my life to breathe. I was on my own since I was 17. Um, and, and, and that was just, it happened like, in a fraction of a minute that one day you're in a home and the next second you're out on the sidewalk. So I took a, like I call it a breathing time. I took some time to just think and really get to know myself. Um, some people say to discover or find yourself. I actually say really like to define myself. And I took some time, and during that time, um, I, got, I did a lot of thinking. I did a lot of growing. Um, I'm not going to say that it was, it, it was a combination of happiness and regrets and a lot of things because you are basically the culture teach you that you have to get a career, get a job, have a family and have the picket fence, the white picket fence. And if it doesn't look like that, then you feel like you're battling within your own world, whether you're a failure or not. So it was a time of growing. And during that time, um, my husband told me, you know what? Um, I need some help. And in the meantime, while you find and you decide what you want to do, why don't you come and help me? And I remember he repeated the same sentence three times. And he said, this is just temporarily. This is just temporarily. Remember, this is just temporarily. This is why you find something and then you continue with your new path. And I said, okay, sure. And um, <laughs> I show up to his office. Um, and <laughs> it was funny because his environment is totally different to um, what I was used to. So his, his world was into um, um, concierge services to his customers, mainly car parts and, and different type of things that I have no idea what it was about. 
So basically, I show up and he had already the, the share and the desk and three different piles. And basically told me, okay, pile one, pile two, pile three. Pile three is the one that you need to um, have finished by the end of the day. Um, pile one and through are quotes and phone numbers where you need to call. And that was it. That was the training that he gave me. He goes, I count on you. I figure it out. <laughs> so I had to figure it out. That's in life, there's a saying everything is figureable, that you're able to figure things out on your own. So I, that's what I did. I figured it out and I became really good at it. I mean, I can, I look at a car and the way that I describe a car, people are like, okay, um, you're a woman. You're, you're talking about cars like, like you're into the, you know, like <laughs> from the bump, like, like details. I remember there was a time that I, I was shopping for my own car and I told the, the, the seller, he told, he told me, okay, what do you think? I said, you know what? I don't like the wheels. I, I, I like my wheels to have um, X amount of spokes and X amount of inches. And I don't like the look of the gauges. And he looked at me like, like I was a strange person. <laughs> because I had never heard a woman describe those things or care about those things. First time. <laughs> so, so I brought my knowledge. And this is something that... Um, I want everyone to understand knowledge is knowledge regardless of your field. And, and I brought my knowledge into the company and I redesigned and restructured the company and that grew up the company three times its size. Wow. So that was a, a change that happened in 12 months. Just that rapidly, it was like, next thing you know, we were working 15, 16 hours and I came to the realization, re re like I realized, like, wait a second, I'm again in a golden cage. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, the only difference is, you know, your mindset tells you, well, I'm with my partner or, well, we were already married. My husband, my dogs are here. So, you know, I'm working with my family. So it's, it feels a little different, but at the end of the day, we were working long hours. We just basically were working, going to bed, waking up, going to work, working, going to bed. Um, mm -hmm. I'm sure a lot of people can um, f know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it was a lot of success involved and just not really the right vehicle to be putting that type of time and energy into. Correct. And, and this is one of the things, and, and I like that you, that you made that statement because success, it, it looks different through the filter of whoever is looking into defining that word. Um, success for me would be different than it is to you or, or it is to somebody else. Um, and to a lot of people, success is that. Success is that golden cage. Um, because mm -hmm. that's what they are taught to become into. And that's what is life about. But I wanted to challenge that golden cage. I, I, something in me knew there was something better out there. Because I knew that wealthy people in the world were not working nine to 10, um, they, they didn't have a job. They, they have other ways of building their wealth. So I was curious and I wanted to experience something different. So that's when I took that shift. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it seems like you're very uh, structured when it comes to knowing what you want. And I think that's um, a very, very good skill and quality to have uh, and not really put things off and, and maybe possibly settle for less uh, in appreciation and gratitude for what you have. But I really see that you have defining moments where you say, um, Carmen, this isn't working for you. We're going to have to make some shifts or some changes. 
And I think that that's a very good quality or characteristic. Thank you. And yes, it is. I, I'm glad that I'm, I hear it from a different perspective, but it's true. Um, I don't know. I, I feel that ha we create our own happiness and happiness sometimes does require making changes that makes, makes us uncomfortable and makes us have and makes us unhappy, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so kind of moving forward into what you're, you're doing now in business, the different uh, cultures, business cultures that you've embraced and, and uh, tell us a little bit about what you do now. So yes, that was when I realized I was on that cage again. Um, that's when um, I had a conversation with my husband. I said, you know, we need to um, change things up a little um, because he started telling me that he had the desire to retire. And I realized that I was still too young and too much to offer to the world for me to retire. So that's when I started wanting to have my own business um, in case that he wanted to re retire for me to have something already solid that I had built that I could shift to. And at going through all that, um, you know, that saying when the student is ready, the teacher appears, yes. I, I just happened to come across other ventures of business that do not require the traditional um, type of business that we are accustomed to. And I also, I, I went from being an employee to a business owner, like it's more as a self-employed. And I realized the different pain points that you go through. You know, when you're an employee, you go through the pain point of, you know, having to work long hours of, not knowing if you're going to go work like it happened to me at night, but I might not go to home at five. I might, might go home at 10. Um, so you don't have control of your time. And at the same time, you have to face the reality that at any moment you can lose your job. Um, there's, there's no really anything that really gives you that. Uh, what is the word that I'm looking for? Um, that a lot of people think that they have when they work for somebody else. Um, oh, security. Security, correct. So mm -hmm. coming to be uh, a self-employed, I realized that it's awesome. You know, I had the flexibility that when I had an issue in my family, like let's say one of my dogs would get sick, uh, my husband would take over and I would have the flexibility to take care of what I needed to take care. However, we are the system being self-employed in reality you are the system and we are we have a business that we love but we only take vacation one times a year and when we know that when we close one time a year we are not making any income because as the system everything shuts down um Another pain point is, of course, we have, as a traditional business, you have your office, you have all the overhead and all the expenses um, that in reality, you don't have to think about when you're an employee. So there, there's two sides of the coin as you're moving up. So I, when I started looking about getting my own business, I did not want to have those pain points. I didn't want to invest a large amount of money in a business. I didn't want to have an office or a building. I didn't want to have having to invest in equipment. I didn't want any of those headaches because I had already experienced the headaches. And I knew that once again, and maybe I was a little ahead of the time because this is what happening now with the pandemic, um, I knew that whenever um, the business was closed, there was not going to be any revenue. So I, I was looking for a way to, you know, navigate about around those things. And that's when I came across 
what I call an invisible franchise, and meaning that it is the 21st century type of business that you don't need to have any of those headaches and you can still strive in a business. And also you are making income because you're not longer the system. So you're, the system works for you. You basically detach yourself as being the system and it makes income even when you're asleep, when you're on vacation, when there's a pandemic, when, whenever other people get affected, you don't get affected. Mm-hmm. So that I was curious when I found out when I found that out and I, I was open, I was open to learn more and, and that's how I got involved. And the best thing is that throughout this path of growing, when it comes to business and finances, I have also grown as a person, um, as knowing where I'm heading, knowing what I want, knowing how to get rid of those layers that no longer um, define me or no longer serve me. So it has been a beautiful journey. But I have to say that it has been a beautiful journey because I had been flexible on my path, if that makes any sense. Yes. Yes, for sure. And taking all of your experiences and putting it up, tying it all together uh, through maturing, growing up, family life, business life, uh, adapting to people, uh, people skills, and all of that working together kind of brought you to that conclusion. Yes, absolutely. You know, now I understand when they say, look who you mingle with, the five people that you mingle with every day, because that's the path that your life is going to take over or on. Um, Mm -hmm. So I... When I discovered, um, I got curious about this type of business, I came into a world that I never knew about. I met amazing people, people with different mindsets, people with wealthy mindsets, um, people that had aspirations, people that had goals, people that knew that where you are today is not where you're going to be tomorrow people that wanted to mentor you and wanted to help you become a better version of yourself. And when I, when I say mentor you, I mean the two sides of the coin. Um, And what I said by that, these are people that are ready to tell you about the things that you need to change. And that is so important that you don't let your ego get in between um, that, that doesn't blind you because when a mentor really wants the best for you, is not afraid to tell you, this is, you need to learn and grow in this part of your life in order to be at your best when you get to the next level. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yes, absolutely. They want what's best for you and can see where we can have um, improved areas of improvement, uh, constructive criticism, sort of. Some people see it as that, but it's more of just based on their experience, what they're sharing, how we can evolve better and through changing and making different shifts in our lives uh, for our better interest. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. And, and, you know, when I think back, I'm so glad that back then I have no idea. And I had, you know, I had sad days. I had pity parties. But at the end, I knew I was heading somewhere, somewhere that I had no idea yet. Now when I look back, I'm so grateful because everything was meant for a reason. Mm-hmm. because if yeah. I had not allowed it or if I had closed my mind or if I had allowed my situation everything that I went through to hold me back I would have never gone this far 
Right, right. And you wouldn't have grown and learned. And like you said, putting our egos aside and learning and being open to new things. And when we look back in retrospect, we see what we, what we grew from and where we are now. And the advantage it was for us to take on advice from people who knew a little more than we did at the time. Yes, yes. Yes. Well, that's fantastic. And yes, what a story. This is just incredible. And I think that at this period in time, people are forced to really go deep and go within and look at their lives and ask these really deep seated questions. What am I going to do? Uh, What is real security? What gifts, what talents do I have that I can use to contribute to my life instead of putting my future in someone else's hands you know these types of questions are being on the forefront right now with this pandemic yes i i think it has it has been an amazing time for people to pivot in many areas of their lives it is just just the fact that you know we have to make decisions every day at every moment and we always have two sides you can you know take the negative side and, 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 and see everything in black, or you can say, you know what? I have no control over this. However, what can I learn from this? How can I pivot? What can I do? Which direction can I go to make this better? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's, where a lot of people are right now and asking themselves these very questions. I firmly believe that it has been an amazing time for a lot of businesses, for a lot of people to discover the beauty of having an online business, Um, the beauty to know that you can still cash flow online. And a lot of companies have to really pivot. I, I had known a lot of, I, I meet a lot of people online and I have conversations every day. And I always ask them these questions, um, how this, this situation have affected you possibly in a positive way or a negative way, because there's always two sides of the coin. And, and they always tell me, you know what, I, I decided to just over, overnight, just take my business online in order to uh, be able to keep going forward. And, and that's what I advise everyone to take advantage of, of online businesses um, that, yes. that you are still able to cash flow because a lot of businesses, um, for example, that had been closed, whether it has been a restaurant, whether it has been um, a beauty salon, whether it has been a spa, whether it has been, um, you name it, there are ways that they can still bring their services online. And, and a lot of people mm-hmm. knew this was coming. And that's why I, I, I believe in the beauty of life. I think life has a great way to teach us. Uh, we just don't like it. <laughs> we just don't like the lessons. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I, I think, and, I, and I, I know a lot of people knew that they had to move their businesses to a different avenue. But they just didn't want to do it because it was comfortable. A lot of people have issues with being comfortable. And, and, and the worst part is that comf- the comfort zone doesn't take you anywhere. It just really blocks you from shining and striving in life. Right, right. Yes, and you look at different companies that have gone online and they've left the big commercial buildings, a lot of the franchises, the stores, and they're saving billions of dollars on commercial real estate and paying employees to come run the place. Everything's just online. And you look at the future and that's where everything's going. Even at Christmas time and, and certain uh, special occasions, people go online before they get in their car and drive to the mall, you know, or a retail store. It's so convenient. It is. It is. I mean, and, and even I, I realized I was doing that already 
uh, when I was working and I'm still working my traditional business with my husband, but then I structured myself like I just don't hop on the road just because um, I have an errand to run. Normally, I would leave all my errands. That's what I used to do in the past, leave them for one day. Maybe I would run errands um, one day out of the month or one day out of two months. That really structure me and taught me now for the pandemic that it is okay I don't need to get on the road because we have other challenges but at the same time you know I help other people that are giving me the service to bring the stuff to me I help them with a job and at the same time I stay safe so it's, mm-hmm. it, it is a great way to, you know, really um, pivot and know how you can help other people at the same time helping yourself. And we had this conversation about, you know, when um, I mentioned to you Invisible Franchise, I gave you some great examples and I, I want to yes. share that with the audience because a lot of people don't understand what that means and I want people to think um and it's funny because Monopoly the game has been teaching Mm -hmm. has been teaching us for a long time but we (laughs) never we never knew the lesson Um, at least now I realize like wait a second (laughs) um it Mm -hmm. it is right there black and white um let's think about Airbnb that is an invisible franchise. And what I mean by that is global. You have basically um, businesses globally, not just in your local area. So that's a great way to expand your vision. Also, when you think about Airbnb, they don't own any real estate, any property. They don't own any. What is What they have is a network of people that Mm -hmm. have joined their um, franchise. And these are little franchises all over the world that basically are their own businesses as part of Airbnb. So if you think about Mm -hmm. it, it makes sense. You have your own property that you are willing to rent. So you are the owner, you get the benefits but at the same time, you get the benefit of being part of the umbrella of Airbnb. So it is amazing. You don't have um, the typical hotel that you need to have employees and all that. You basically have what you already have. So basically, you're turning your property into a cash flowing asset. So that is one example. We talked about Uber. Uber doesn't own taxes they don't own any vehicle it's the same thing we have an umbrella and then we have Mm -hmm. little franchises from everyone that decided you know what i have a vehicle i can spare a few hours out of the day why not earn extra money now the only difference um about uber versus what i do is that you still have to put your time Okay, Um, you still have to get on your vehicle and drive somebody to wherever they need to go. So you're still trading time for money. Now, when I think about my invisible franchise, I'm levering this umbrella and I have a network. So whenever I work, I contribute to my network. Whenever they to my network. So that makes sense. So maybe I'm putting one, two hours a day and somebody else in the network is doing the same thing. So maybe I put five hours a week. At the end of the week, in reality, the network has put 25, 45, 100. Mm-hmm. So that's network working for you. And that's something that I learned um, when I wanted to look for my business and I realized the wealthy people in the world, they look for networks. They know the importance of diversifying. They know the importance of laboring in a network that runs a system for you. 
And that is something that we are not taught in school at all. This is something that I learned and I continue to learn through my business that provide um, a business school and a financial school. So they not only teach you how to build this cash flowing asset, but how to diversify, how to pay it forward, and how to really spread your wings. I mean, I, I think about a tree, how to spread your, um, your roots so you build a solid business and continue to diversify and spread your roots. Does that make sense? Yes, yes, it absolutely does. You know, underneath is where all of the foundation is, but we don't see. And the more solid that foundation is, the better strength it has what we do see on top of the roots. Yes. Yeah, that's a great, great analogy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, what has been, if you could say one thing or maybe two, that's been the most fulfilling part of this journey thus far? My growth. My growth. My growth is, oh, I tell, yes. I tell <laughs> everyone the best investment that you can ever do in your life is yourself. Because you can build mm -hmm. businesses, you can lose businesses, and you rebuild and get back on your feet because of what you have learned and growth and developed in your mind. That is something that no one, no one can ever take away. Take away? No. I, I, oh, my gosh. I would love to hear that more and more often, but that's one thing in life that no one can ever, ever take away from you. Us is our growth and our lessons and our experiences and our wisdom. Yes. That can never, ever be taken away. Well, good, good. And uh, are you living, would you say, your, your dreams now? What would you like to maybe in, in the short term, move forward from here, or what changes? What would you add, or what would you change, if anything? I live in my dream, but I still haven't reached my complete vision. Um, this is some. This is a vehicle that gives me more freedom. My dream is to have a sanctuary for animals. I really love animals, oh. and that is my biggest dream. Um, I also dream of writing a book which I'm already working on. And I dream of being on stage, empowering people, teaching men and women that life doesn't happen to us, but it happens for us. Yes, yes. That is beautiful. Absolutely beautiful, Carmen. Wow. Uh, what a story. What a story. <laughs> <laughs> you have achieved so much in such a and you still have a lot of life left. And it's just a beautiful thing, a very beautiful thing. Yes. Yeah, so in closing, do you have any enlightening words today? Yes. Um, I I want to know that in order to become the person that you were born to be, life could not have happened any other way. Just own it and empower your life. That is something that I discovered for myself. Uh, I wasn't the person that liked to share about my life. Um, I, I felt like really I had the worst life uh, because of everything that I went through. I felt lonely. I felt that people didn't love me. Um, but now when I look back, it was just the path and the preparation uh, that I needed to really build their resilience and the courage and to teach others that, you know, that is part of our journey. It is just the fact that we need to peel the layers and really own it. I think it has so much power when you say that who, that's the person who I am. I'm not ashamed of my past, of my story. And it gives you so much strength going forward. Yes, absolutely. 
it's like a, a toolbox, you know, we're going through life and we're picking up all these tools. And sometimes we think, well, what, what did I need this for? What do I need this for? And why did this happen? Why did that occur? And when you look at the overall picture, sometimes we'll go back and pick up a tool that we had, uh, you know, 10 years ago and say, okay, that's why I picked this up because I need it now. <laughs> you know, and, and didn't even know why we needed that tool in the first place. So, yeah, absolutely. And have, really have no regrets to anything uh, that has happened to us because it happened for a reason, whether we know it or not. Yeah. So how can you be reached, Carmen, if anyone wanted to contact you uh, privately or, um, you know, on a different platform with a a question or something that they have for you. What What is your contact yes, information? Um, I can be reached on different social media platforms. And at, I am at IG um, at CR Mercado. That's M-E-R-C-A-D-O. Um, I'm also on Facebook at two different pages. I have my business page and my personal page. Um, my business page is facebook.com, Fit Journey by Carmen. Um, and I also have my personal, which is Carmen Mercado Bank. That's B-A-A-N-K. And that will be the also, um, they can message me, whether in my business page or my personal page. Um, that would be the best way to um, reach me. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, it was such a pleasure to have you, Carmen, and uh, to hear your story, I'm sure all the listeners have definitely taken something away that they can utilize in their personal life uh, to encourage and inspire them. And we just want to thank you so much for your time and for you to share this space with us today. Oh, thank you for having me here, for allowing me to share my story. And um, I really hope that someone out there gets em empowered in whatever they're going through in life that they realize that that there's just really been empowered by their situation and there's so much more out there just waiting for them. Wonderful, wonderful and, and well said. Well, thank you, Carmen, and you have a wonderful uh, rest of your week and we will be in touch later. Thank you thank so much. Thank you. God, God bless you as well. Bye-bye. Okay, Bye-bye. Bye for now. Bye-bye.